Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I've been saying it on TV and where I am on this situation is, hey, baseball, I don't care. Get to me when it's over. I, I think it's garbage from both sides. I really don't care. Just play baseball. You have enough money. There's enough money to go around. How much money can the owners want? How much money can the players want? Figure it out. Go to an independent arbitrator and get back to me. Enough of this collective bargaining garbage. Yeah, I don't care. I just want to see baseball. And they're all rich anyway, so come on. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome into Hour 2 of the RP Show, everybody. Brought to you by our friends at Great Western Original 16 Beer. We've got a couple very special guests coming up in mere moments. Uh, That was Ken Reed from yesterday's show talking about Major League Baseball and the ongoing lockout. Today, the Blue Jays were supposed to take on the Detroit Tigers in spring training. That's not happening. We have a 5 p.m. Eastern deadline for the owners and players to reach a deal. If they don't... We will not have a regular season starting on time. And I should open this hour up by saying our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. If MLB doesn't play this year, will you miss it? And we've had varying results as we jumped out. The vast majority saying yes, they would. And then since we've been on the air, like close to 60% saying no, they won't miss it. And there's breaking news from this Tuesday morning. The Chicago Blackhawks have named 33-year-old Kyle Davidson as their next general manager, succeeding Stan Bowman. And uh, he has been with the team since 2010, beginning as a hockey operations intern. Big night tonight in Winnipeg, too, by the way. The Jets home to the Montreal Canadiens as part of a very busy hockey slate. We're going to Winnipeg now, and I'm going to tell you this right now. Zachary Benson of the Winnipeg Ice. Number nine, joined. Look, he's smiling already. Zach, I'm a huge fan of you and the ice and the voice of the ice, Winnipeg, uh, Winnipeg's own Brian Munn, says the same thing of you guys and this show. Man, it's, a, it's an honor to have you on, man. How, how did this come about, this interview today? Literally. When it rains, it pours. Have you ever heard that saying? So they just told me back uh, at Mission Control, the guys behind the switch at the Millennium Falcon, that they're working on the audio issue with Zach Benson. And let me tell you a little more about Zach Benson before they bring him back on. He's only 16 years of age, okay? He's from Chilliwack, B.C., He's got 14 points in his last 10 games. Overall this year, 47 points in 37 games. He's 16. And I got to know him last year because I called the games in the Western Hockey League East Hub in the Brand Center. And at 15 years of age, he played in every game for the Winnipeg Ice and had 20 points in 24 games at 15. And two Saturdays ago, I went up to Red Deer 
to broadcast the ice game with Munzee against the Red Deer Rebels, and they have a, like every team has a first first goal contest. And Munzee said on the air, "Who do you think is going to score the first goal?" I said, "It's going to be Zach Benson." And then the kid goes out and and damn if he didn't do it. And we got him now, Zach. Sorry, I think it was an audio issue on our end, not yours. Anyways, you're still smiling, Zach. How is it that it came to be that we got you on the air today? What what's the backstory on this? Um, yeah, I've I've always watched your show. I've I've really enjoyed it. And Munzee told me that. Uh, I was coming on the Rod Peterson show today, and I was uh, super pumped. Yeah, we are too. And uh, he tells me that you guys have the show on in the dressing room every day for the Winnipeg Ice, so I thank you guys for that. Zach, I got to tell you, I look at your stats. I followed your career going back to the bubble last year, and it's jaw-dropping. Like, I'm a huge fan. I'm not just saying it. Um, tell me a little bit about your hockey career before you got to the dub, and then we'll talk about how it's gone since you got here. But what's, what's your story as a kid from Chilliwack? Um, yeah, obviously starting in a small, small city in Chilliwack, um, just working my way up and then come Bantam, uh, I made the switch to uh, Yale Hockey Academy and that was, uh, one of the greatest things I've ever done. Uh, Brad Bowen there runs a great academy. And then, uh, right the year of the bubble, um, last year I made the switch to the Fraser Valley Thunderbirds and, uh, Peter Hay was super great, great coach. And he, uh, he got me uh, ready for, for the Western League. And, okay, did he ever? And I want to talk to you about that. But I, obviously, you're a humble kid. You're a good kid. But all we hear about is obviously Connor Bedard, but also Jagger, Furcus, and Denton, Matejchuk. I know you're not all on the same berth here, but do you ever sit back and go, hey, what about me? I'm putting up great numbers. I'm playing a 200-foot game. Do you, does anybody say that to you, or have you ever had that thought? Um, no, I don't think about that. Um, I think about, you know, each game and going out there and working my hardest, um, doing my job. And that's, that's really all I think about. Where did you learn, Zach, the defensive side of the game? Because when I called that ice game in Red Deer, and you'll remember the play, you were back checking and you created a turnover at your own blue line and sprung a two on two the other way. I'm like, I'm like, Munzee, this guy is working his ass off in every zone and he's scoring. Who taught you? that part of the game? Um, I'd say my Bantam coach, Brad Bowen, he really, really harped on it. Um, you know, every practice, he wouldn't let you have a practice off. It was back one end to the other end. You're back checking, you're working your hardest every, every second of the practice. Wow. So tell me about Yale Hockey Academy. I'm not as familiar with it. Um, how many kids are there? Where is it? And, and what did it do for you? Um, it's based out of Abbotsford, BC. Um, it's, um, there's four teams there, um, two Bantam teams and two midget teams. Um, the Bantam prep team, I played there both years. And, uh, like I said, it did a lot for me. It really, it made me a better, a better person, um, on the ice and off the ice. So tell me about coming through this big road trip and it seemed like you were out in Alberta forever i'm like munzee i don't know how you guys are doing it. i think you played seven games in 10 nights obviously you're a young guy i'm sure you enjoyed it but what was that long trip like for you guys out here yeah it was awesome it was a uh, great team bonding um we uh yeah we had a, a good road trip um we really bonded as a team and uh it was lots of hockey which uh we all love we all love doing no, you'd rather play than practice, obviously. But I got to ask you about the loss in Red Deer that I saw, which you guys shouldn't have lost. And then when you went up to Edmonton and lost there, I didn't see that game. What did uh, 
Jeep, our old buddy Jeep, your head coach, James Patrick, tell you guys after those games? Um, yeah, we, uh, we had leads in both of those games and, uh, and we lost them. So he was really just um, harping that we need to uh, be better with leads. And um, um, uh, we went into Medicine Hat and we played a, a full 60 minutes like he wanted us to do. And uh, yeah. Were you happy to get home, Were you, like into your own bed? How did you feel once that thing was all over and you got back to the peg? Um, yeah, obviously it's nice to sleep in your own bed, but uh, I had so much fun on that trip. I could have could have stayed out there for another two weeks. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell that you were. Well, Chilliwack is a long ways from Winnipeg. When you got drafted to the ice, and I'm trying to remember if they were still in Kootenai or if they'd gone to Winnipeg by then, what, was your, what did you think about being drafted by that franchise and that you would be going to the furthest outpost from Chilliwack you possibly could? Yeah, obviously it was an extremely exciting day. Um, I've heard nothing but great things about the organization. Um, uh, obviously, it's the farthest away from from Chilliwack, but uh, I've heard it's a, a nice city. And uh, um, yeah. Well, it's interesting that you say you could have stayed on the road for two more weeks out here because, frankly, I'm loving it. You know me as a Regina guy, but I've been in Alberta for a month, and this is what they're talking about. It's going to be Edmonton and Winnipeg in the East Final. And what's the travel going to be like? And what's the injuries going to be like? And who's the better team out of all this? And they're talking about it already uh, out here because they love hockey so much. Have you guys started to think about playoffs yet? Or will James allow you to think about that far down the road yet? Um, yeah, we've, we've started talking about it a bit. Like um, just, just the fact that we need to start dial dialing it in. Um, because it doesn't just happen when you get to the playoffs. It starts right now. And, uh, yeah, so just take it each uh, game by game. But uh, it, it starts now. Well, I'm really enjoying what you guys are doing. And uh, 12 straight weeks at number one. I know you're going to want to get back up to number one when the rankings come back out and stay there the rest of the way and, and uh, be playing in St. John in the Memorial Cup in June. I, I'm expecting to see you guys there, Zach. So. Just to wind it up, I want to say thank you for the support of us. I've noticed, and you have as big a fan out here of you. So go ice, and uh, thanks for the time here today. Yeah, thanks, Rod. Zach Benson of the Winnipeg Ice, number nine. And if you just tell the, just turned on the television, I can tell you this, or the, or the streaming. I've been looking at these, this kid's numbers. I've been watching him play live with my own two eyes. I'm like, why is he not getting all the pub that these other guys are getting? He's doing at least as good of things. In a lot of cases, better. But as you just heard, um, yeah, that, that doesn't flap him. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg watching. He says, boy, Zach. Keep it up. We'll be cheering loud. John Ohm watching in Winnipeg says, Big kid. Yeah, he's not that big. He's got some room to grow. He's only 16 years old. Patrolman Pete goes on to say, as a hockey dad, it is interesting to hear the athlete perspective on hockey academies. From my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. Imagine how proud his family is. They should be proud, but they should be proud of themselves. <laughs> 
for raising a young man like that. By the way, it's 11-11 out here in the mountains, and I don't have a coffee to raise, raise a toast, but... Teamwork makes the dream work. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. watching, he says, I can't imagine how stressful it must be for Rod to host a country and worldwide show every day. This ain't stress, brah. You raised a family, Wayne? You stared down the barrel of an intervention? That's pressure. This is nothing. Jeff Cabillas watching in Winnipeg says, uh, future is bright for Zach. He keeps playing the way he does. He'll be a great one. Well, he's already a great junior. I'm interested to see where his career goes. And like I say, I honestly, just with our tweets and our Instagram and stuff, it's always liked by Zach Benson, retweeted by Zach Benson. I'm like, this can't be the same. This can't be the same Zach Benson. It's been lighting it up for the Winnipeg Ice in front. Yeah, it is. Renata Belcourt is in the chat. She writes in and says, Bob Ridley. What about him? The Dean of Western Hockey League Broadcasters, Bob Ridley. What about Uncle Giggles? That's, that's what I call him. Uncle Giggles. I've known him for a very long time. By the way, to get back on track, yes, we are live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, and I think Moose went down the hall and kicked some butt. I see him down there. And I think he told people to stop fiddling with the internet. I really apologize to the Game Plus people, our tech crew, that the feed was inter- interrupted coming out of here this morning. I knew something fishy was going on. I'm just opening up the text line 902. 902 518 How about this? Daryl Benson writes in from Chilliwack. He says, looking forward to your interview with Zach today. Watching from Chilliwack, B.C. Signed, Grandpa Benson. You guys did a good job out there with Zach. Yeah, you should be very proud. Don... Sawchuck is watching in Saskatoon on Game Plus Television, and he says, Someone from Winnipeg tells me they are doing the Ukrainian National Anthem at the Jets game tonight. I think that's a hell of an idea. A really good idea. Uh, Metal Shingle Guy, (laughs) he's watching and texting, and he says, You're still good live. Okay, thanks. You know, it is, yes, somewhat stressful to sit here by myself, not knowing whether you're on the air or not, but it is what it is. Again, I've been through worse. John Ohm in Winnipeg says, uh, you should interview Grandpa Benson. No, John Ohm says, did you get your coffee yet, Rod? No, I haven't got my special coffee. But listen, I'm not going to be looking a gift horse in the mouth, okay? I asked for my special coffee. And Moose has it. He'll deliver it here on the break when he rejoins us. How are you doing? There he is. How about that? How about Moose? I was not going to ask you How to bring that? it. Thank you. Have we told the story of why we call it a special coffee? Clark, have we told it? Well, people are going to think that it's some special taken from the roots of a plant up in the mountains of the Rocky, and it's not. Theo Fleury had been saying for a couple months that when you get out here to Calgary, come to my house and I'll make you some of my special coffee. You know? 
Yeah, we got a minute and I'll tell a story. What the hell? We're completely off the rails today anyway, so now would be a good time to tell the story. So I go to Theo's house and it's a mansion. Mansion. Darren Flurry. Longtime friend of mine. Ten foot doors at the front. Theo opens the door. He's five foot seven. He says, like a little kid opening the door and he sees my face at this huge house. And I said, yeah, <laughs> he could tell what I was thinking. He goes, well, I didn't spend it all. And then we broke out laughing and I went to Theron Flurry's kitchen and we sat at the island for like for the first hour. And I said, Theo, are you going to give me some of this special coffee, man? You've been pumping it up, you know, for weeks. And, uh, oh yeah. So he goes back to his pantry and fires up this Nespresso machine. I'm like, that's your special coffee? Well, it's special. Well, it is. <laughs> but I didn't realize that's what it was. So then he makes the coffee and then he goes into the fridge and pulls out a 2% milk carton and pours it. I said, that's exactly the way that I like it. But Nespresso, the machine, it's not, you know what I mean. So anyways, Moose was good enough to buy, because they have one of these special coffee makers here at the Gray Eagle Event Center. Moose bought a whole bunch of the coffee pods and, so good. and gave them to them. Uh, yeah, it, it is so good. But now every day we make the joke about special coffee. It's, it's the best. Thanks, Theo. And John Ohm with it will, will punctuate this discussion by saying, special coffee around here was with booze. Yeah, see, John, that's the ironic part. Theo and I have 24 years sobriety between the two of us. There ain't nothing special in this coffee other than it's strong. Okay, we'll be right back to Great Eagle right after this. We're at Calgary's entertainment destination. And my gosh, I hope we're entertaining you today on Game Plus TV, live streaming on YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. That's the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino as uh, morning falls, rises, whatever you want to say, here in the gateway to the Rockies. By the way, Hour 2 is brought to you by Original 16, and Original 16 to fit your active lifestyle. This is the ultra we're talking about, a superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol. Taste without compromise, pick up at a store near you today. Also want to mention, you've got one day left to purchase your Telemiracle 50-50 online raffle tickets. And I see we sold a couple thousand this morning, $50,000 overnight. So thank you. Moose is back. You're on camera, son. All right. Thank you for the special coffee, by the yeah, way. Hey, you know they're going to be going through a lot of special coffees at Telemiracle 46. The, uh, what is it, 36 hours long, the Telemiracle oh, yeah. telethon on CTV. But ahead of that, we're trying to raise money because COVID has screwed up a lot of things. Please help out your fellow Saskies. If you're from Saskatchewan, in Saskatchewan, 19 years of age or over, if you haven't done it yet, purchase your online 50-50 tickets. All proceeds support the Kinsman Foundation who help people every day. We've been talking about it for over a month, but you know what they do? They disseminate money to the gifts of mobility equipment, medical travel assistance for Saskatchewan people who are disadvantaged. If you've been advantaged, help somebody out. Sports update. You ready for that? Yeah. 
Canada's men's curling elite are on their way to southern Alberta and will open play Friday night at the NMAX Center in Lethbridge in the 2022 Tim Hortons Briar. Tell you what, Tim Hortons better step it up after the special coffee we've been having. Hey, they need to start brewing some special coffee. The 93rd edition of the Briar will feature 18 teams from across Canada, all chasing the most famous and prestigious men's curling championship. There will be a pair of home teams in the field as Team Canada's Brendan Botcher from Edmonton chases a second consecutive Tim Hortons Briar title, while 2022 Alberta champion team Kevin Cooey hails from Calgary. Cooey will be pursuing his record fifth Tim Hortons Briar. Team Brad Gushu will wear wildcard colors for the first time after being forced to miss the Newfoundland Men's Championship when it was rescheduled due to COVID. So yeah, and I'm thinking of heading on down to Lethbridge this weekend. Uh, Moose is heading to the Queen City. I'm going to go to some Junior A playoffs, maybe hit the briar. Why not? That's exciting. Yeah. And the WHL announced that Edmonton Oil Kings forward Carter Such has been named Player of the Week. 20-year-old posted eight points in three appearances this past week, helping the Oil Kings collect a trio of victories on home ice. And the goalie of the week is Victoria Royals netminder Tyler Palmer. He posted a 2-0-0 record this week, along with a 1.00 goals against average, 969 save percentage. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show at G2GBars.ca. Oh, boy. They're interested in here. They're talking about the special coffee. Jeff the Stams fan says, any coffee with Theo is a special coffee. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, the chat's going off. Let's talk about tonight's games. Do you have a featured game? That, have you looked at this late tonight? No, I haven't looked yet to really get into what I want to watch. Um, can I? Yeah. There are a lot in the National Hockey League. Three, six, nine games. And the ones that we have particular interest on for our viewers all across the nation. The Senators are at Tampa. I don't really care about that. Oilers at Philly. I feel like the Oilers are a playoff game every, way, every game the rest of the way. Yeah. Flames at the Wild. Man, are the Flames an interesting conundrum. They get spanked in Vancouver in a game they for sure should have won. Yeah. And then they go home to the Wild here on Saturday night and club them 7-3. And then they go to Minnesota tonight. Did we lose Moose? I just saw we went to one shot. Is he gone? Can you hit refresh or something? We've lost you. But we're, but we're getting through it. They say all you need to do is refresh. Yeah. Chris in Medicine Hat says tonight, Raptors. <clears throat> yeah, Chris, we get it. You love the Raptors, but there's more. They're home to Brooklyn. In the dub tonight, the Red Deer Rebels are at Medicine Hat. The Kelowna Rockets are at Seattle. I wasn't even through the NHL slate. I think my, honestly, I think my featured game is the Montreal Canadiens and Winnipeg Jets. They're going to play the Ukrainian National Anthem tonight at Canada Life Center. I didn't even talk about this with you. No. These anthems, remember there was the thing with the kneeling and they said, why do we even do the anthems anymore? And I was sort of going, like, really, why are we? You know? But the other night at the Rush game, did you notice a real oomph at the end of O Canada, Mm -hmm. which is with the crowd? I know. What did you sense? I, I felt that too. Um, and then you get the flag going. And for me, I, I catch myself a little bit, you know, sometimes I'm the same. I'm like, okay, the anthem's like, what's the purpose here? And then George Canyon sings it at a flames game. 
and I sit there and I stare at the flag like you're supposed to, you know, address the flag. And I start thinking about how great it is that we're from Canada and how great this country is. And Ooh. no matter all the bad things that are going on, you know what I mean? And you yes. start thinking and you're just grateful to be here. It's like almost having a little prayer. And I'm like, I'm just grateful to be here. And now we get to play hockey. So it's just a moment of reflection. And I hope more people have that when the anthem's going on and not just mindlessly yeah. on your phone. Or I whatever. don't think it was... Uh... Just me. Like, I was sitting in the luxury suite. Thanks, Paul. And the whole... They said the American National Anthem because the Colorado Mammoth were there. And it was, was, it was what it was. The gal did a good job. Yeah. But then when they started with O Canada, the whole arena started singing. Did you notice that? Yeah. The whole arena. It almost drowned out the singer. And then they had the huge Canadian flag going around the stands. And then just at the end, she was belting it out. For the, and it was a long, and it was a lusty, yeah, you know, more than normal. And the crowd there was ninety three hundred, and the crowds are going up for the rush, so that's great. And I just think tonight at that Jets game, that's my featured game from BetRegal.ca. Now that I think about it, of a night where there's a lot of great games. Well, I don't know if you saw that the rush are promoting this bus trip, and March seventeenth on St. Patrick's Day. There's a bunch of Saskatoon and Saskatchewan fans coming here to Calgary against the Roughnecks, which is maybe one of the other great facilities for lacrosse in North America. So that'll be cool. We'll be here. Chance to watch the, to the uh, Russian Roughnecks play each other in a packed house. Cool. That'll be cool. Chris Fox is watching from the Canadian Lacrosse League. He says, great point, Moose, in all caps, with regards to the feeling the other night, yeah. the nationalistic bit. Um, regarding the game tonight in Winnipeg, uh, Patrolman Pete says Jets by three. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Montreal's really getting it going. Bob Jericho says, uh, what Junior A playoffs are you going to, Rod? I've been invited out to Okotoks. The Oilers are going to be playing Friday night. And to be honest, I got to go because they've invited us so many times. Mm -hmm. That they're going to stop inviting us. Right. I know, and I wish yeah. I could be there. Yeah, well, you can't be everywhere. That's right. But as your advisor said, you and I need to start traveling separately. Mm. I know, you know. It was a harrowing weekend, okay? <laughs> I don't want to say too much, but I was glad to get out of that weekend. Some real good people out here in Alberta saved our bacon. Oh, yeah. It was a, tra it was a travel snafu. That's all I want to say. Yeah. And uh, we've been advised to maybe we need to travel separately, like the president and the vice president, because if we go up in flames, they're no show. Not when we're together. Need a designated survivor. Mm -mm -mm. Bob uh, Jericho says, let's not get carried away. This country is an embarrassment. Yeah, we don't get into the political talk. As much as we can, we don't get into the political right. talk. And as I look back at the topics here before we break and bring in Don Andrews, the voice of Palos Athena Fight Club, and you're not going to want to miss that, by the way, because if you don't know his face, you will know his voice. I'll tell you that for a fact. Of all the topics here, Monday's NHL one-timers, Leafs winning last mm -hmm. night, we're saying they might be Canada's... Best hope to win a Stanley Cup. Do you get a lot of fight out of Vancouver on that, or uh, Calgary on that, and for sure Edmonton? 
But then the NHL statement on Russian players where they backed up what we were saying yesterday, it's not the player's fault that Putin's an idiot. Stop it. Uh, the Raptors winning at Brooklyn, and I enjoyed the game. I really did. Gary Trent's my favorite Raptor. Do you have a favorite Raptor? No. T- say Fred Van Vliet. I, I, no, that's what I was going to say was Van Vliet. I liked Seattle for a while, but Van Vliet's probably the guy. Spicy P? Yeah. Gone missing in the playoffs. Yes, yeah. Oh, how about this? Sheesh. Alex Campbell, watching on YouTube, says the Pats are at Brandon tonight, a makeup game. Well, shame, 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 WHL, if that's a fact, because I went to look up tonight's games and I didn't see it on there. It's such a freaking dog's breakfast. Still, to the, I can't blame the WHL. Of course not. Yeah, it's tough and it's hard to. It does not say anywhere on the website that the, the, the Regina Pats were at Brandon tonight. Sheesh. And then moving on, we talked about tonight's games. My featured game, I said, was the Jets home to the Montreal Canadiens. Did you say you had one? No, but probably. Well, you, you talked about the Golden Knights playing tonight. That's a good one. I haven't San Jose is there. Yeah, I haven't watched uh, the Golden Knights. And I loved, 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 because I was a San Jose fan a little bit. I love those Sharks Golden Knights playoff the playoff series that they had. That so was a war. I loved. I laid on the couch and loved watching that. So that's probably my game tonight. Cool. Good feelings. I wonder me. if that'll be on television around here. I don't know. Probably need the NHL app for that. I'll look that up. Which you have. Which I have. Yeah. There were a couple of notes that we didn't get to today, and I need to mention again the Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center poll question today is: Will you miss baseball if MLB doesn't play? Clark, what's the YouTube update on that for voting, if you don't mind? <laughs> 55% say yes. That's not exactly a ringing endorsement for Major League Baseball. No. 55% say they'll miss it. On Twitter, 61% say no. How about they will that? not miss Major League Baseball. And it depends on your love for the game. I'll miss the highlights. I'll miss following the Blue Jays and what Vladdy Jr. is doing and Bo Bichette and Kevin Biggio and all these guys. I like Charlie Montoyo. I like him a lot. I like his, I like his hustle. I like his spirit, the skipper of the Blue Jays. But if they don't play, I'll find other things to do, which is kind of what you were saying, right? It's exactly what I was saying. The thing I'll miss is going for a drive on country roads on a really sunny day and listening to Dan Shulman on the radio. I enjoy that. Both about once or twice a year, but I really enjoy it when it happens. Bob Jericho uh, watching on YouTube says, Rod, you're missing a lot of Pats games, bud. Yeah, what about it? So what? <laughs> Is that a statement? Is that a question? Is that an indictment? What do you mean by that? I'm highly aware. My season tickets are $1,000 each, Bruss. I'm pretty sure I'm aware that I'm missing a lot of Pats games. Um, from a sports update here, we'll let you go because Don Andrews is going to be logging in. Yep. Thanks for the special coffee, by the way. More sports are following the appeal of the IOC and are banning Russian athletes from competing in response to the country's invasion of Ukraine. Russia has been banned from international skating and skiing events a day after being kicked out of soccer and hockey competitions. The decisions follow the IOC's request that international sports federations keep Russian athletes out of events they organize. Meanwhile, the Canadian Paralympic Committee wants Russian and Belarusian athletes excluded from the upcoming Paralympic Winter Games. 
The CPC is asking for a special assembly of International Paralympic Committee members to be organized as soon as possible to consider revoking the memberships of Russia and Belarus from the IPC. The Paralympics start Friday in Beijing. Katrina lemay Doan is going to be with us down here tomorrow at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. She was the chef de mission for Team Canada at the Beijing Games, and we're all very excited to get her take on the Russian-Ukraine situation as it relates to international sporting competition. And the Winnipeg Jets open a four-game homestand tonight against the streaking Montreal Canadiens. Montreal comes in having won five in a row. Jets coming off a 5-3 win over Arizona on Sunday. This sports update brought to you by Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. For the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Ah! Alex Campbell says, Rod, my mistake. Make update is March 2nd for the Pats and Wheat Kings. Yeah, that fits right in with the type of day that we've had. Excited to have Don Andrews on next. You're going to love this interview. Like I said, if you don't know his face, you'll know his voice. He is the voice of Palos Athena's Fight Club and a lot of other things. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network live from Gray Eagle, live streaming on YouTube. And also catch our podcast wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed it is another beautiful day out here in the gateway to the foothills sutina nation gray eagle resort and casino and you know what the very first night I was here, the Palos Athena's Women's World Fight Championships were going on. It was a time, and Don Andrews was announcing it, and he is our next guest from Palos Athena's Fight Club. But also, if you look him up, hey, Don, good to see you, brother. How you doing out there on the West Coast today? I'm good, Ron. Thanks for having me on again. It's nice to see you. Absolutely. Before we go any further, I'm just reading your bio from Twitter for our viewers that don't know. Voice talent. Voice of the Vancouver Whitecaps, Vancouver Warriors, BC Lions, fill in with the Vancouver Canucks, and also Rugby World Sevens, Canada Sevens. Uh, so I said to the viewers before he came on, if you don't know his face, you'll definitely know his <laughs> voice. And I said to the guys, what are we chatting about with Don today? And they said, ah, just a recap of uh, Palos Athena's Women's World Fighting Championship 1 and what's next. Yep. And let's talk about that if you don't mind. Because you know what? Here in Calgary, you haven't been back, I don't think, since that night. They're still talking about that night there were some great fights terrific yeah it was a good night uh for an opening night for a new organization and for them to to, to really be in a position that they were in to try and put on a show in the midst of restrictions and limitations and it, it, they did really well they did really well i'm glad they're still talking about it in calgary because the show was good well there was a ton of Calgary sports celebrities here, if you don't mind. There was Stampeders people, there was Flames people, a ton of media people. I don't know if you saw that because you were in the ring announcing it and stuff. Yep. 
It was pretty cool to, to be in the cage with Cyborg, too, wasn't it? What did you think about Chris Cyborg and, and the role she filled that night? It's pretty cool. Felicia Spencer, Christina Cyborg, you, you, you hear about the, all these people, and then you get to meet them, and then you get to work with them, and it's just not much cooler. Yeah, you and I were sitting there at the after party, and she was buzzing around over there. And there was a few things yep. running through my mind. One was looking at you, Don, saying, how does such a big voice come out of such a little guy? You must have gotten that a few times in your life, I would think. At least once or twice, yeah. It's, uh, it, my favorite thing is when I meet people. I'll talk to them on the phone. And you know how it is. You talk to somebody, and you always have an image in your mind. And then you meet someone, and you the, the general... The general look that I get when I meet people is, oh, okay. <laughs> I know. So do I. And you never really know what they're thinking, right? So we're on to talk right. about Palace Athena's here tonight, the or today, the Fight Club. Do you, do you know what's next? I mean, that particular night, COVID interrupted it, right? It wasn't as big a crowd as they could have held. You know, they could have filled the event center yep. here if they were allowed. The fights were great. What's yeah, on sure. the horizon for this? Yeah, what's on the horizon for this fight club that you know? Well, fortunately enough, I had a conversation yesterday with the uh, with the minds behind PAWFC, and they have given me the opportunity to release some information, but not all of the information. So, um, it's nice to know that there's a buzz still around this because it's been over a month. Everybody can mark early August on your calendar. That's the best information I can give for right now is that early August, we are coming back to Calgary. Wow. Wow. My mind's racing here right now. And I don't think people understand. And because you're in the fight game, you should tell the viewers that you can't just throw one a month, one every two months. These fighters need a long time to train and prepare and to pull something like this together. Like, for instance, let's talk about that card that was here last month. Those fighters for, were from all over sure. the globe. Yeah, like, like yep. just talk about what goes behind the scenes putting something like this together. Well, the logistics alone of bringing people in, again, you're, you're faced with all these limitations. We're, we're, in a, we're in a situation where, you know, we're having a difficult time enough being around the people that are in our own cities, never mind bringing people in from France and from Brazil and from Europe and stuff. Uh, so it, it, they, were, they were faced with some pretty hardcore challenges. And I, I think they did a really good job. I think they did very well considering all the circumstances and, and, and all of the little pieces that have to come together to have people come from a foreign country. Um, unfortunately, as we know, there were a couple of fights that didn't happen because of traveling from, from because of fighters that were traveling from, from such far distances. Uh, they ran into a few issues and there were a few problems, but for the most part, with uh, how it all went together, they did great. They did really great. Oh, yeah, and the fights were close. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I dabble in combat sports. It's not my main thing. The reason they had fighters from mm -hmm. all over the globe was that there's just not that many high-caliber female fighters on this continent to pull a card together. Am I right in that? Was that part of the reason why it was global? I think so. I think, uh, I mean, the, the other part of it, too, is you're looking at drawing in an international audience. And it never hurts for you to have, you know, you're not going to bring in, you're not going to bring 15 fighters in from Europe and you're not going to bring 10 fighters in from, from uh, South Asia or from Asia or, or things like that. But if you can draw some interest, if you've got 
four people or four fighters coming from Brazil and one coming from France and potentially one coming from, uh, you know, an, an Asiatic country of some kind, then you're drawing all that interest in and you're you're allowing the outsiders the opportunity to watch your show and especially being a new organization. You want as many eyes on it as possible. So it was beneficial for them. Uh, I am sure that it lends to the fact that there isn't a, an enormously deep talent pool in this in north america necessarily uh i know that we've got lots of talent in in bc and in alberta and in uh, uh basically across canada i mean there's lots of there's lots of talent in each province but uh i would think that they're looking at a, a more of an international audience too uh which will obviously help with their brand Oh, there's no doubt. There's uh, certainly nothing wrong with going global that way. A lot of other leagues and clubs are trying to find a way to do that, and Palace Athena's just jumped right in headfirst and and did it. By the way, I just want to thank you for the night of the after party where you kind of you led me through the darkness there. You're like, this is the owner of it. He's a cool guy. This is this person. This is that person. I appreciated that, Don. That was a lot of fun. Just two last things. Happy to do it. They're really the voice... nice people. They are really, they're a really great group yeah. of people. And they run a good organization. Yeah, there's there's no very welcoming. It's a nice group to be associated with. And and like I say, they're still talking about it in Calgary. I'm running with the sports crowd, but maybe we can get it outside yep. the sports crowd and, and and fill up this place. Hey, Canucks spanked in New Jersey last night, seven two. Where nice. is Don Andrews on the Vancouver Canucks right now? Um, they're looking good. They're looking good. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing. You go into New York and you beat the Rangers. The Rangers are playing okay. Uh, you know, you beat Calgary the night before and it's, it's you know, you're, you're looking down the barrel of this and you're thinking to yourself, well, this is this is moving in the right direction. And then, unfortunately, they go for a matinee in New Jersey and, you know, they kind of fall apart. I'm being polite, but uh, they, they look good. It's just there's some inconsistencies. Off the top of this, and this is my last question, I rattled off all of your duties as an announcer, and you heard it. And the Vancouver yes, Warriors sir. are in that. Um, tell me about what you love about the NLL, and as an announcer, how that's different, that sport, than the others that you announce. So the number one thing about the NLL is that it's a big party. If you've ever if you've ever been to a basketball game or to a lacrosse game, it's just a constant party. The party starts and it really never stops. There's music playing, the fans are into it. And it's challenging because it's a hockey game is great. A hockey game is great and you're paying attention and you know even sometimes you get six or eight goals or or seven or eight goals that sort of thing. In the last lacrosse game I did, we had 28 goals. So it, it, there's a lot more going on. It's a lot more challenging. You've got to pay attention a whole lot more. Um, but it's, it's so different from the other sports in that it's just constantly moving. Um, hockey has a tendency to stop and uh, reset itself every once in a while, it, for, for lack of a better term. Um, there's times where lacrosse is just constantly going and, and you got to keep up. Yeah, it's... it's... Not my favorite sport, but it's top three right now. I think NLL, just lacrosse and the, and the league itself. Nothing's ever going to beat hockey. And uh, football's uh, pretty deep in here too. But Don, I hope that we chat before August. But thanks for dropping the news today. And it's always good to see you, man. Uh, hope things are well out there on the West Coast. We're doing great. Thank you for having me. Anytime you want to talk uh, uh, Palace Athena, anytime you want to talk hockey, anytime you want to talk lacrosse, I'm here for you. It's, it's, uh, I appreciate stuff. you having me on, Rod.
the great Don Andrews. Give him a follow on Twitter at Don's Voice. Overtime's next, everybody. We'll be back to Gray Eagle right after this. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's overtime, and it's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NHL and the UFC. And this Saturday night, a big UFC card. Get down to the Four Seasons Sports Palace, 909 Arcola Avenue East in the Queen City to get your spot early. Uh, the Moose is here, but I said, just take it off, Moose. I can handle this the rest of the way. We don't have a lot of time. And uh, a note to Mission Control, Producer Clark. Um, I'm going to do a Great Western Ultra update. So just get ready for that. I want to read a couple of comments here in viewer takeover. Uh, Ron Thompson in Calgary writing, he says, Morning Rod, Moose, and crew. We are lucky to live in Canada. Go Flames! Really big game tonight. Minnesota Wild, home to the Calgary Flames. I think the ratings will be very high. People have caught fire with Flames fever here. It's like it was always there simmering. But they're going nuts about the Calgary Flames right now. Scott Stanley text again. He's watching on Game Plus TV in St. Paul, Alberta. And he says, Rod, I'm 100% behind you on your stance on the Russian players in the NHL. But on a side note, wouldn't you love to see a face-to-face meeting between Kiev Mayor Vitaly Klitschko and Putin? Might only last 10 seconds. Now, the Kiev Mayor is cool and clearly in shape, but Vladimir Putin is clearly psycho and when you're dealing with a crazy person you just never know and uh i and i don't mind saying that because i watch the cnn i'm watching the news networks i don't want to but i am and they're saying putin is clearly unstable that's a concern but it's interesting all of our viewers texting in from alberta it's been a great stay out here i'm going to tell you they've been so nice to us I can't thank them enough. Okay, Clark, are you ready with a Great Western uh, update, ultra update here? Okay, I'm just trying to find the lead, uh, the read here. Oh, and we're underway. Where the heck did it go? Hang on. Did you start it? We, you might need to restart it. Yeah. I don't know what I just did. Here it is. Okay. And whenever you're ready, let's go with the Great Western Update. It is Tuesday, and that means it's time for another edition of The Good, The Great, and The Ugly. And for this today, we're looking at the big-time sports. First, the good. Believe it or not, it's the Toronto Raptors. After a shaky start, Canada's NBA team has caught fire, including a 133-97 drubbing of the Brooklyn Nets last night in Brooklyn. The Raps have climbed into a playoff spot. And don't appear to be slowing down. Gone are the heroes like Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard. But it's a team back on the rise, and it's nice to see. FYI, my favorite rafter is Gary Trent Jr. Next, the great. I have to say, it's the love for the sport of hockey in this country. I'm still in Calgary, and this town's been buzzing for a month over Thursday's visit by the Montreal Canadiens to the Saddledome. The Habs are at Winnipeg tonight. And the Manitoba Capitals have been buzzing for a long time about that game, too. The Canadians are dead last in the East, second worst overall in the NHL, but the Saddledome is going to be filled with those annoying fans chanting, ole, 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 ole. Same for Canada Life Center. 
It's been a miraculous fall from grace for the Blue Blanc Rouge, but their fans are sticking with them. It's nice to see. And finally, the ugly. You likely wouldn't know it, but Major League Baseball is in a lockout, which is somewhere around 90 days. They began it in December with the hopes that they would have it resolved in time for pitchers and catchers to report in mid-February. Nope. And it really hit home on Monday when the Blue Jays were supposed to take on the Yankees in Florida, but the game was canceled. You'd think with COVID and now a war, the players and owners could figure out how to split a generous pie. But once again, greed is winning the day. The old adage remains true. The more things change, the more they stay the same. How about that? I like it. Thank you, Rick Regan. That is your Great Western Original 16 Ultra Update. It's an Original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, a superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol. Taste without compromise. Pick up at a store near you today. Hmm. BW writes in, watching on YouTube, says, Great show. You guys made it work. See ya. Last minute? Hello? Somebody was, talk- somebody was talking to me in my ear. I feel like I'm going to do a swan dive into the buffet, Moose. I <laughs> like it. Off the air. Uh, Bob Jericho, uh, watching on YouTube, says, I've been to lacrosse games. It's not my favorite either. There's a lot of drunks partying the whole time. Didn't care for it. Hockey and football a lot better. Hey, I'll give you credit for at least trying it. Seven years sober here. The drinking doesn't bother me. If it did, I'd leave. Although, you know, maybe these teams could do worse than to have a sober section. Shoot, we had it for years in football, in the CFL. But I'll just give you credit for giving it a try. Tomorrow, Katrina LeMay-Doan from uh, the Canadian Olympic Committee. Right here at Grey Eagle. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus. We don't know what we're doing. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.